welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with Leo Flowers. How are you doing? How's everybody doing? You guys killing the game? You, you, are you on your way to work? Are you coming home from work? Are you uh, are you looking for work? What what's going on with you? Uh, how's your how's your back? How's the back feel? How do you how does your jaw? I'm at that. I'm 43 now, and I realize my jaw, there are muscles in my jaw. They get tight, and I gotta uh, when I get a massage, I have to get those massaged out, and I have to rub my. When I was a kid, there was no jaw muscle. There was nothing going on in there, but now. Uh, a lot of tension in the jaw, but that's why we foam roll and uh, and we meditate and we go for nature walks. I've been killing the nature walks uh, recently. But before we get into that today, you guys are like, "What are we talking about today?" Huh? Get into it. Uh, today we're going to talk about the cure for boredom. B o r e d o m. I I can't stand being bored and. I think that a lot of people are being diagnosed with ADHD or behavior problems or even depression when really they're bored out of their minds. Bored. You you maybe you're going to a job that doesn't there's no there's nowhere for you to move up. It doesn't stimulate you. You're doing the same things over and over again. There's no uh, there's no autonomy, there's no uh, measurable growth, there's no, uh, it's not tied into a bigger purpose, just going through the motions. Um, maybe you're, maybe you're, you're just bored with yourself, you're bored with your relationship, your career, whatever, whatever your social media, bored. I, I got bored with my books, actually, and I realized I was just reading too many of the self-help books, and now I'm, I'm coming back to uh, fiction. I'm reading Moby Dick right now. A friend of mine recommended it. I hate reading these thick nonfiction books. Like I don't know how people finish Game of Thrones. It's That's insane to me, but I'm reading Moby Dick, and I, I got to be honest. After reading the first paragraph, I'm hooked. I'm in because I, I feel like Captain Ahab is who I am. Which is why my friend recommended it to. She was like, I, I think you're more like Captain Ahab. She, we were talking about who, who what like what nonfiction character, um, or what fiction character you think represents you. And she said, I'm Captain Ahab. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Cause I, I, cause I don't remember how Moby Dick ends, but I think he dies. I think the whale wins, or maybe nobody wins. That's you know, if you're being Zen, nobody wins. Um, but I, I I'm in love with the book already. I, I I get excited just thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, I have to read more uh, fiction as I go along. So that's uh, how I'm alleviating some of my boredom and hiking. Oh, I mean, there's just nothing. I went hiking the other day, and two rattlesnakes, two, one, two. Uh, there's you're not bored when you've when you're encountering. Uh, deadly nature's deadliest you know not deadliest but and there were babies if you don't know anything about rattlesnakes baby rattlesnakes are actually more poisonous than the adult rattlesnakes because the baby rattlesnakes don't know how much venom to give you so they give you all 
They give you every bit of their venom when they when they bite you. Or the adults, they just give you a little dose, a little you get like five milligrams or three milligrams or something like that. They don't really uh they don't they don't really give you they give you like a little warning shot, you know? It's like it's like that if you if you drink uh if you have like a shot of Jaeger and it's they give you a little quick shot or you know, oh you feel it, but you can still you can still operate machinery, but that you take a second one, it's a wrap, you're done. Um so did that and encountered a swarm of bees. I know it sounds like I'm making all this up, but I put all this stuff on Instagram uh, in my Leo hikes. So if you go on Instagram, Leo Flowers 2000, uh, check out my Leo hikes um, and, and they're labeled as such. Then you can follow my hiking escapades, which I'm going to buy a drone because I'm getting bored with the hikes. I mean, I could do more challenging hikes, but because of my schedule and stuff like that, so I have to find a way to up it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a drone, get some drone footage of these hikes. So stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as always, when we start this podcast, we always love to give out the 1-800-784-2433. Make that call if you need to. 1-800-784-2433. It's 1-800-SUICIDE. Or if you just want to talk, you just want to get some things off your chest, you just want to vent, you just want to explore some ideas, call 1-800-273-8255. All right? Uh, and then there's the Trevor Project, which is the LGBTQ youth hotline at 1-866-488-7386. All right? Make the... Make those phone calls, guys. Don't don't be out there thinking that there's nobody. People want to hear what you have to say. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I want to talk about a couple other things that were really fascinating this week. That because you know today's Monday. Today's Monday. You're you're on your way to work, right? And Monday is a tough day for a lot of people. Uh, it's also a great day for a lot of people. See, it all depends on your mindset and what you're excited about and how you prepared and what you did on Sunday. I, uh, you know, on Sunday, I like to plan out my week. And when I get a look at my week, a lot of people just think about the Monday, like, oh, uh, Monday. But if you look at your week and you plan that out, oh, then you start to get excited and you start to fill in the gaps and schedule activities, uh, which we've talked about the importance of scheduling activities every week. Do that. Um, so some of the things I'm excited about this week, all right, and 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 uh, or ideas and, you know, I'm just going to share a couple things with you guys. And then I'm going to get into the 12 ways that we can uh, defeat boredom. All right. Uh, the first thing is a quote from RuPaul. I love this quote. It's a great quote. Uh, RuPaul said, use all of the colors in the crayon box, end quote. I love that quote because I think a lot of us sometimes we go into situations and we hold back a little bit of ourselves. We don't show up as our full self. We don't we don't you know, uh, we underdress or overdress or we, we don't speak up in a meeting or we don't say what we really meant. We don't say I love you when we wanted to or that hurt me or uh, we don't compliment even complimenting like. Use all the colors. Show up with everything that you have. 
at every moment. And it, it'll be a, even, you know, it even goes to the idea of if you're going to, and I, I'm just starting to, to do this, even if you're going to get the newspaper at the end of the block or you're going to the grocery store, you're making a quick run, Sunday morning, whatever, it's like dress up, put some clothes on, like look presentable. Don't don't just be out there in a sweats and a whatever's. Don't just be wearing whatever. Like, you know, put some effort in. Use all the use all the colors in the crayon box. Show all your intelligence. Show everything that you know. Give them a hundred percent of you. And and um, you know, and, and remember that the hundred percent changes. What what's a hundred percent for you right now is not gonna be a hundred percent for you uh at 5 a.m. in the morning uh, versus at noon or at, you know, nine o'clock at night. So your 100 percent is always going to vary. But the give them at the, at the present moment, whatever your 100 percent is, show up with that. When you're in the gym, whatever you're doing, 100 percent, use all the colors in the crayon box. Show your creativity, show your passion, show your love. Use all those colors, kids. Kids, that's that's not acceptable. Um, another thing that uh, I I'm excited about. I bought a, a book. It's labeled. I was I was at this store and it says self help book. That's that's the label. And I open it and that's all it says on the front. Self help book. And I open it and it said it says this. There are a few more important tasks than developing our minds. That is practicing becoming a little less confused, anxious, unfocused, distracted, and forgetful. For this challenge of self-development, we need a good self-help book. Unfortunately, our culture has been very suspicious of self-help books. Intellectually minded people often scorn the idea of them. This attack on the genre is a symptom of a romantic prejudice against the notion of educating ourselves emotionally. The assumption is that if we are at all intelligent, we should already know how to live. As a result of this suspicion, many self-help books are rather underwhelming. This book is intended to be the start of a better kind of self-help books. Self-help book. What constitutes a self-help book is very broad. At heart, it means any book that helps us to see our minds more clearly and then thereby to improve our levels of self-knowledge, judgment, and introspection. And then as I uh, open a book, right, there's, there's nothing on the pages. It's blank pages. And, and the reason for that is, and I love it, it goes, this, might, this book might become home to dreams or plans, to-do lists or meditations. It might be the platform from which ambitions can be worked out or emotions processed. It is hard to know ourselves without first writing down key bits of our minds. The self-help book deserves to be rediscovered as the most effective genre of literature we know. Here, you, you, here, you who understand more about your needs than anyone else are its author. So basically, you know, I love this because it's all blank pages, basically a journal. Right. And it's true. It's like you, you know, better than any book or anyone else 
what works for you and what doesn't. Now, in some cases, we don't know what's best for us and what isn't. Sometimes what we do need a doctor, we need a therapist, we need a third eye, we need a coach, we need we need to call the 1-800 number. However, by journaling, we can keep track because sometimes, and I've mentioned this before, we can forget what works for us and what doesn't work for us, okay? So if you have a journal, journal, you can do online journaling. There's a website called penzu.com. This is not a promotion, P-E-N-Z-U.com. You can, it's a free online journaling website. And what's great is, uh, you know, you, you, you can journal whatever you want, put it in. You keep it private or make it public. And what's great about that is, um, what, what was I going to say? Uh, it's private, public. Uh, oh, and, like, if you, if you forget, like, what day you wrote something down, you could just type the word in, and it will show you all of your entries that have that word. So it's really easy to go back and, and find things. I personally like a physical journal because I like turning the pages and scribbling and adding things and, and drawing maps and things like that. Um, I think if, if I was born today with laptops and iPads, I would probably prefer the iPad and, and, uh, and the laptop and things. But I wasn't. I was born in 76. So I'm a paper and pen kind of guy. You know what I mean? All right. So let's get to... Uh, let's get to the, the 12 ways to fight boredom. And, and why is this important, right? Because if we're bored and we're unable to identify that we're bored, what really happens is uh, we self-sabotage. We, we watch too much TV. We, uh, you know, we eat too much start doing uh we just fall into some shady behaviors we think we're lazy we start our self-talk uh becomes very negative when we're bored we uh we feel unfulfilled i used to i was just talking to a friend about this today like i used to watch a lot of uh college football on sundays and i thought that you know that was oh that was exciting and i'd feel great but often often found that it made me regret my Mondays. Like I, I hated Mondays, and I realized it was because I didn't really do anything on Sunday. I just sat on a couch, watched football, and then I had really nothing to talk about on Monday except the games, the day before. Which that's great, but boring if you do it all the time. Every now and again, uh, with a bunch of friends, that's great. But every for me, at least, and this, you know, this is not for everybody for this is just my experience. It was just for me, at least sitting because I know people who love who can sit there every Sunday uh, with their friends, watch the game. And it's a beautiful thing for me. It wasn't I love to be out. I'm a, I need to be outside. I need to be with nature. I need to be hugging a tree, smelling the sunshine, smelling the sunshine. Can you smell that? Um but yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not an indoor guy. I got to be out there in in the, in the woods in the wilderness, you know. All right, so here are twelve. You guys are like, come on, where, where's the twelve? Here are twelve ways for us to fight boredom. Number one, and and uh, yeah, all right. So number one, figure out what you really want to do. 
boredom often masks a problem where you want to do a particular activity, but something is preventing you. This could happen when you want to watch your favorite television show, but the cable is out. When this happens, the first step to killing boredom is to simply recognize the activity that you truly want to be doing. And for me, the only way I can figure out what I really want to be doing is to just shut everything down. Shut it down. The laptop, the cell phone, and just and just sit in quiet. And then my brain will be like, that's what we need to do. That's what we really, not what we need to do, but what we really want to do. And you'll know that what you're doing is something that you don't really want to do because you'll be you'll you'll find yourself just mindlessly doing it like scrolling through Instagram or you know trying to pick out something to watch on Netflix you just kind of like when 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 I really want to watch a movie I I just go to it turn it on and I'm locked in when I don't really want I'm just kind of scrolling through stuff looking for like there's something else I should be doing, you know? All right, so number one is figure out what you really want to do. Number two, nuke procrastination. Procrastination can cause boredom if there aren't any distractions available to take your mind off your task. If this is the case, try um, any of these steps to eliminate the weight and get busy again, right? So if you're procrastinating, just take take a baby step. A lot of times we procrastinate on things because we're thinking about the big picture, and all you have to do is just take a little nibble. Say, hey, how can I get a? How can I just take a little nibble of this? Maybe write a page, maybe write a, a sentence, maybe do one push up. Uh, it you don't have to get it all done in one day. Send out one email, just. Just do a little something, just a little something to get you, get the momentum going. That's all you want to do. Just build a little tiny momentum. And then as you go, all of a sudden you want to do five push-ups, ten push-ups, you know. So number two is nuke procrastination. Uh, another way to nuke procrastination is uh, just, you know, throw some cold water on your face. That, that's a way to, to nuke it. I, I swear I, it does work that change of temperature you just whoa all right let me let me just do something you know all right number three get your compass straight boredom can just as easily be caused by a lack of direction spend a few minutes identifying your goals desires or passions sometimes simply bringing up these can get you motivated again and that's the importance of keeping a journal you know you, you sit down and you start to write out your goals, your desires, your passions, you, or, or just exploring what's up in your head. Maybe you just want to draw, right? I talked to you guys before about how, I, you know, and I haven't even done this yet. How I'm like, oh, I want to sit down and draw my dream house. You know, I'm look, I was looking at, actually, I was looking at uh, bedrooms earlier. Just, I just love design, and I love how you can put things together and, um, you know, in ways that I had and would never have thought of. And then you see uh, so many uh, creative and artistic people doing these things uh, via the Internet. And so just write, even if they're crazy goals, write some outlandish goals. They don't have to all, you know, it, it doesn't, it's your journal. 
It doesn't have to all make sense. It doesn't have to all be practical. Have fun. Be a nine-year-old. Have a little wonder, a little, a little awe, a little, um, you know, scare yourself a little bit. Go, 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 go fantastical. You know, go ridiculous. Write something down that's ridiculous. You're like, that's ridiculous. Put that down. So number three is get your compass straight, right? Find your direction. Spend some time identifying your, and it's not about, like I said, it's not about achieving the goals. It's about the process. Like ask, so when you write your goals, also ask yourself, what, am I going to enjoy this process? You're not going to enjoy the whole thing. There, boredom is a part of pursuing a goal, but ask yourself, like, is this going to, is this a process that I, I want to go through? If, cause maybe you don't achieve the goal, but would the process be worth it? Would marrying her be worth it? Would taking that job be worth it? Would, um, you know, traveling to another country, would that be worth it? Even if, you know, things don't work out, they, th- they throw you in prison for, you know, excuse me, I'm drinking lemon water right now. Number four, socialize. Socialize, socialize, socialize. With all this technology. And I, (coughs) people say we're being more isolated now. But on the flip side, I also see people coming together more. More restaurants I go to, I see a lot of uh, the communal tables so people can sit together. Um, You see open spaces at work. Some of us, you know, introverts, we're not so big on open spaces. But. Um, but socialize and or put yourself in social positions. You don't necessarily have to socialize and go make a million friends, but to put yourself in social positions like at a coffee shop or hotel lobby. I talk, I talk to you all about how I like to go to hotel lobbies and write. Go to a hotel lobby. Excuse me. Join a group. Uh, sit in on a meeting. You know, libraries have all types of seminars and conferences and workshops that are free. Uh, so, you know, socialize. Go and social. Just people watch. Go to the park um, uh, or some, you know, the mall, something. But at least put yourself baby steps. Put yourself in social uh, situations or join a group that maybe you're not even interested in. Like, you're just like, let me just, I'm just going to join a group to join a group and see what happens and see who I meet and uh, see what I learn. Just out of curiosity, like, uh, sure, uh, cup stacking group on Tuesdays at seven. Why not? Um, uh, just you know, just show up and see what happens. But you know, socialize people. Number five, put off your boredom, right? And you're like, how do you put off your boredom? Take a look at your to do list. Commit to doing just one tiny task on that list before you find something fun to do. Often, putting off your boredom. For a few minutes by being productive can kick the feeling, right? Because we all have a to-do list. We all have a list of things to do. And if you don't, you should. You should have a to-do list. Um, and just look at that and be like, can I just check one thing off? Can I just get, you know, and and so to, to go back to your to-do list, uh, the thing that my to-do list, and we've talked about this, is I do the germs. Journal, exercise, read, meditate, self-talk. 
So when I feel uh, bored or anxious, I just start going through those progressions. And then at some point, I'm like, all right, let me let's get back to work. Let's do what we we set out to do, guys. All right. You know, Uh, so put off your boredom. Put, Put that off to the side for a few minutes. All right. Number six, learn something new. I uh, and I, I need to put this back on my phone, but I had the Duolingo app. Right. And I love the Duolingo app because I was learning Spanish, but I took it off because I was like, I need to be off my phone less. But really, now I'm spending more time on Instagram. So I need to put it back on and, and be spending productive time because I really loved it. And and then when I see Spanish speaking people, I because right now I feel bad. I'm like, oh, every time I see Spanish speaking person, I'm like, uh, or here I say, see hear a Spanish-speaking person, I'm like, ah, I should be doing my Duolingo. So learn something new. It's so much fun. And then, you know, you start understanding words. And it's exciting when you understand uh, what other people are saying. Uh, And you can learn something new by just, like I said, reading books. Like I said, I'm reading Moby Dick. Uh, Research a topic you're interested in just for your own, you know, your own good. Just go, go deep on a subject. Uh, money, relationships, food, whatever it is, go go get real deep. You know, before uh, I even started the podcast, I read so many books on suicide, and it it was really fascinating. I was I, I went from feeling like it was going to be depressing to really being like, this is exciting and and interesting because then you start to learn a history and uh, how different cultures handle it, and it was it was it was really you know, and and the, and the um, the knowledge can, the, and the learning continues as, as you know, I've had the different guests on who share their stories and ideas and a therapist is just go, you know, pick a topic you're really interested in. Even salt. There's a book called salt. It's called the history of salt. And there's a book called the history of paper. Both books I want to get just because I love the idea of tracing something throughout history, like salt, like you know, salt's been around forever. So, you know, salt has seen some stuff. You know what I mean? And so to think about what was salt doing, uh, you know, in 33 B.C., in the 1500s, in the 1800s, what was salt doing yesterday? You know what I mean? The history of salt, like I, like that type of stuff fascinates me. I don't even know why I don't have the book. Actually, I need to write that down, the history. Ah, forget it. All right. So, um. You could also, in terms of learning something new, write a short story. I love this. I, I, I bought a book that's called Write a Short Story, and it has a topic. Every page has a topic and then eight words that, uh, that you have to use in your story. And, and you have to fill out the entire page uh, with the theme and then with the eight words. It's challenging. It's super challenging. Uh, I've done two already. But I love it. It just locks you into a present moment. Um, and uh, so another thing with the learning something new, uh, pull up Photoshop and practice your artistic skills. You know, uh, like right now I'm learning uh, uh, how to d- like direct different scenes. Like, you know, my Instagram story, uh, so many of them are like, you know, goofy and, and weird. But I really want to make my Instagram stories more cinematic. So I'm, I've been studying Steven Spielberg's, uh, like how he directs and moves the camera. And it's really fun. It's, it's made doing Instagram stories a lot more fun and interesting. So uh, check that out. And then I'm going to start adding those to my 
YouTube channel also. So uh, I know a lot of you don't have Instagram. If you don't have it, stay off of it. There's no need. Uh, everything will soon, even the podcast will soon be on YouTube. Number seven, the number seven way of uh, curing your boredom is cut off distractions. Boredom can happen when you are doing a low value task like random internet surfing or watching television shows that don't interest you. Distractions can be a black hole, sucking you into a prolonged state of disinterest. Turn off the television or computer and start moving around until you find something better to occupy you. I felt that watching football all day. I was like, this is a low value task and I'm bored because there's just there's I need more stimulation and a lot of us think that we don't have a lot of energy but really and that but what really what's happening is we're not recognizing how many low value task things we're doing that are draining our energy leading us to feel bored and then it just it's kind of like if you eat too much fast food you feel heavy bloated and fat so then you just eat more fast food to feel right it's it becomes this vicious cycle of uh i feel bad uh so i'm gonna eat more fast food to make me feel better for a second and then i'm gonna feel bad again so cut off the distractions ladies and gentlemen and there are apps that'll cut your cell phone off for you and your in your ipad and things so you could look that up like apps to cut off that, that put you on a schedule and like, nope, no more for you until tomorrow, buddy. So you're ready for work. Um, all right. Number eight, fill schedule holes. Too much time is often worse than no time at all. It can be difficult to adjust to the boredom when you suddenly have a schedule vacuum. I often find myself getting irritated during holiday periods where my normally busy schedule empties. Spend a few minutes to fill schedule holes to prevent boredom in the first place. You dig? Number nine, become your own cheerleader. I've been bored due to a temporary lack of confidence. Who wants to work hard towards goals when you've been dealt an upsetting blow to your belief that you will succeed? Take some time to review your wins and high points so that you can restore some confidence and keep moving. I pat myself on the back all the time. I'm like, you know what? And I don't say all the time, but there are moments where I'm like, you know what? Good job, Leo. I, I, I swear to you, my self-talk is like, good job, Leo. I'm so proud of you for getting out of bed today and, and taking me for a hike. Like, I literally in my head, I, I'm, I have a nine-year-old inside of me that has certain needs and on a daily basis. And if I don't meet those needs, it keeps him up at night. So that's why I take it hiking and for a workout and uh, show it novel things. Cause the nine year old inside of me is still, uh, you know, still alive. It's still there and it's still shocked and awe and surprised and wants to have fun and like, who is that? What are you doing? You know, it, it has that in you society you know, tries to tamp you down and say you just can't talk to strangers. But, you know, nobody's a stranger. The world is your friend. Uh, and, of course, some people are strangers or some people are dangerous. But 
my experience has been most people are kind and gentle up to a certain point. I mean, we all had our, our breaking points. But, you know, just in, in general settings out in public, people people always complain about, oh, you know, nobody lets you in. People let me in all the time. They hold the door. They say hi. They say good morning. They wave. Uh, they offer a hand. Like, there's so much kindness out there, and we don't talk about it enough. We don't say, you know what? Nobody opened the door for me. No, usually we're, we, we fall into the complaint mode of, of what happened, but and but we don't highlight our create your own highlight reel, you know, for yourself. Create a and yeah, a highlight reel. Why not have a highlight reel? Like that's why I watch ESPN. That's all ESPN is at the end of the day is uh, are the highlights. Why don't you create your own top ten list of the day, right? Become your own cheerleader. You are worth it. Lee E O Lee E E O L. What am I doing? All right. Uh, number 10, meditate. I tell you what, because meditation, uh, it just stimulates your prefrontal cortex. It, it lights your brain up. It lights everything up. And it, it to, from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, you're not doing anything. But I tell you what, man, when if you sit and you meditate for five minutes or 10 minutes, you feel locked and loaded. You feel activated. You feel ready to engage with whatever is about to come your way. There's it, and, and if you're like, oh, I can't sit and meditate, my brain goes into crazy places, it's supposed to. That is a part of it. You ain't think you're just going to be able to sit there and, and everything will be perfect, did you? know? if it was, everybody would be sitting there and doing it. it. You have to sit there for a minute, let the dust settle, because right now when you're running around, it's almost like you're a snow globe, right? When you shake up the snow globe, all that stuff is running around. You got to put the snow globe down. When you put the snow globe, and, and the stuff will still be floating around, but if you if you just leave it alone for a second, it all settles down. Number 11, journal. You got to, we talked about this, journal. Now, it doesn't have to be a written journal. You can do a, a video journal, a daily one minute. I have a friend of mine. I forget his name. I said his, a friend, <laughs> but I forget his name, but I forget everybody's name. Um, but uh, a fellow comedian comrade for one minute every day. Or was it? No, was it one second or one minute? I believe it was one second. One second every day. Uh, he took a video of something and then at the end of the year he put 365 seconds together yeah it was one second because 365 minutes nobody's sitting through this uh but 365 seconds and he just spliced it all together which it it was uh you know it was remarkable it was really dope so you could do that do a video journal splice together 365 and you could and you don't have to wait till the end of the year you could do it weekly or you could do it monthly, or you could do, uh, you know, every one minute a day, and then every seven days, uh, you know, you could post it up on YouTube or take a look at it, and you'd be surprised at how much you forget and be like, oh yeah, that was a really cool moment, you know. Um, so journal, whether it's written, whether it's video, uh, it could be an audio journal, 
where, you know, maybe you don't like to see yourself on camera. That's fine. So you just get a little tape recorder and you record some thoughts and then, you know, you play it back uh, at, at whatever. T- I tell you what, if you have long commutes or you have a long ride coming up, there's something very stimulating and engaging about hearing yourself talk back to yourself uh, later on. You know, and it doesn't have to be immediate. Maybe, you know, you wait uh, six months or a year, two years or whatever from now. But I tell you what, it will it will keep you awake because you'll be surprised at what you pick up and what you're saying and what you're thinking. Right. So create a journal, audio, video or written. I'm sure there's other other journals. Uh, I'm trying to think of olfactory, a scent journal. Ooh, an olfactory journal where you have different scents from different things and just to remind you, you know, a candle from, it could be a box. It could be a, yeah, a box with different scents and the scents have different, all right. Uh, And last but not least, or it could be a visual journal where it's just pictures from different things and, you know, all right, whatever was that, a collage, collage. All right, Uh, number 12, add a new challenge. If you find yourself consistently bored, this usually means you have a section of time where you don't have an activity that meets your needs. Add a new goal, challenge, or hobby to fill up the time. Um, I do this on a weekly basis, where I set a new goal for my a new goal for myself for that week, and it can be something small. You'd be surprised at how just even setting a, a little a little tiny goal for the week, whether it's I'm going to shower every morning as soon as I wake up. Like something as ridiculous as that or I'm going to have chamomile tea every night uh, this week before bed. Because the even though it's a small thing, right? Um, or you could be like, I'm going to write um, I love myself three times in a journal. Whatever it is, whatever your daily, weekly goal is. What that does is it disrupts your patterns, because if you if you if you have a cycle of boredom or depression or whatever you're going through, chances are you are continuing the same patterns every day. And you don't even realize you're doing a lot of the same things over and over again. And what's needed is a disruption, a pattern interruption. Right. You know, that's why, like. Uh, you see it in those movie scenes, somebody starts going crazy and then the other person either slaps them or claps their hands or throws water in their face and they go, <gasps> and then they snap out of it, you know, which doesn't happen in real life. In real life, you slap somebody, they're going to slap you back, right? So let's let's not go around slapping people, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but add a new challenge, whether, you know, it could be a puzzle, like maybe, uh, or even reading a chapter a night before bed. But every week, or even visiting uh, another um, uh, coffee shop, or you're going to make one new friend every day. Like, whatever your challenge, it doesn't have to be for a week. It could be just for a day. You're like, you know what? My my challenge today is to say, uh, to compliment three people. Whatever. Create a new challenge for yourself. Spice it up a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Have some fun out there. You know, have a little have a little joy. Have a little, remember, we all have a little nine-year-old inside of ourselves that uh, wants to explore and play and 
uh, and wants to uh, engage. So get out there, have some fun, and I hope this was helpful. I hope you have an amazing day today. But, I, you know, hope is not a strategy. So I, I pray that you've strategized an amazing day, that you've strategized an amazing week, and or fulfilling. It doesn't have to be amazing. It could be fulfilling. Just fulfill, something engaging, something that scares you a little bit, you know? Something you go, ooh, I don't know what's going to happen uh, next. I, I, I love that. I love that about life. We don't. We don't know what's going to happen next, right? So thank you for tuning in to another episode. Please, conti- I, I love I, 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 so many five-star ratings on iTunes. It's amazing. Please, if you have not rated the podcast, go to iTunes. I appreciate all the listeners out there, every single one of you. We have listeners in, uh, oh, man, it's not even, this thing, this thing is ridiculous. Where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, it's not doing it. Uh, but I just see so many international listeners. I see uh, different listeners throughout the country. Uh, and I just thank you all, and I also thank you for all the comments. So continue to rate, continue to share. If there's someone who you feel like um, would benefit from this, please share this. Uh, every every you know, the, I see the downloads increasing every month. We're growing the family. We're growing the unit. Uh, I'm gonna do a uh, eventually at some point. We're gonna start a community on Facebook. There's a Facebook page before you kill yourself. And uh, I, I'm not posting a lot on there, but we're going to start increasing that, build this community, and so that we can all thrive. It's about thriving. It's about thriving to 100, getting there strong, and, uh, and living long. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.